Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. My next guest thinks so. Shabita Ramadasan is a chocolate sommelier who has taken a leap, leaving her career as a lawyer to follow her chocolate passion. Shabita, you're very welcome to the show. How are you today? Hi, Tom. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing very good. Thank you very much for joining us. So your story is absolutely fascinating. And I noticed at the beginning of it, your dad had a bit of a connection to chocolate, didn't he? Oh, he had more than a bit of a connection. He was a hit of uh, R&D for cocoa in Malaysia and the entire, and right. to a large extent, very okay. involved. In that's, that's a, a yeah. big connection. But that wasn't really rubbing off on you at the time, was it? <laughs> well, not, not at all, Tom. And, you know, it's quite understandable because, you know, I'm, you know, I've, I've grown up in Malaysia. It's a hot country and, you know, in, in tropical climate, the last thing that's on your mind is really chocolate. And, you know, you're you're more inclined to look for good ice cream, if at all. <laughs> yes. yes, if you knew then what you know now, however. Um, so y- you moved with the family down to, to uh, France, was it? Yes. Um, so I actually moved on my own for career reasons and the family came later. <laughs> OK, right. So you moved to France. That was with your job, was it? Yes, that's right. As a lawyer. Exactly. So I was actually, uh, you know, I like to joke and say that I was working for the devil because I was in oil and gas. (laughs) And, you know, I was basically seconded to the headquarters in Paris. And, uh, you know, it was supposed to be like for a couple of months and it ended up being like a whole decade in France. And it was during this time that I actually discovered the true joys of chocolate because I was finding fantastic chocolate just, you know, within a stone's throw everywhere that I was going with all the French chocolatiers and it was just, I was astounded. Is French chocolate a a different level to most countries? I am inclined to say that it's certainly in its own category because so, you know, if you look at France, I mean, it's got a lot of history. I mean, a lot of the chocolate makers and chocolatiers are multi-generational. You know, we're looking at like fourth generation sort of situations and, and it's a very different style of chocolate, in fact. So it, it's it's beautiful chocolate. It's not very sweet. Uh, it's very focused on the cacao. And I think it's a wonderful place to start with if you're looking to get into fine chocolate. Right. So how did it progress in your life from you in you know, being in France, enjoying a chocolate to, to, to becoming very serious about it? Well, you know, I, I think there's a, a thin line between being an enthusiast and going full on into the expertise of the subject matter. And for me, it was really during the lockdown that I started getting more and more into the subject because I started asking myself, you know, what what makes a chocolate from Madagascar, uh, the cacao from Madagascar, so different from, say, chocolate which has been made with cacao from Venezuela? And the more I dug into it, the more I realized that there were a lot of parallels with wine and even coffee, good coffee. And that's how I discovered that everything that I thought I knew about chocolate was so off the mark. Nice. <laughs> there was just so much more to it. And and I, the more I dug, the more I wanted to get into it. And before I knew it, I started realizing that this is what I want to do, like for the actual vocation. Right. Well, so was that a big move, though, from being a lawyer to, to following this passion for chocolate? Oh, yeah, I, I think it was pretty much a 180 degree <laughs> 
sort of uh, pivot. Um, you know, I, I always figured that I would be a chocolate enthusiast. I never thought I would take it uh, as far as I did end up taking it. And eventually what I want, I, I had this vision that I would want to bring amazing specialty chocolate from all over the world, you know, from as far as Asia to even from the Caribbean and just bring it all in one place. And in order for me to do that, I really needed to know my chocolate, much in the, much in the way that a sommelier needs to know their wine. I, I realized that I needed to be able to tell good chocolate from bad chocolate in order to do that. And the rest sort of just unraveled very organically from there. So to, to answer the question, yes, it was a huge move, but it was a move that made a lot of sense for me. Right. How did that go down with your family as a matter of interest? Um, when you put all that work into becoming a lawyer and then you're telling them, uh, do you know what? <laughs> I'm going to stop that now and, uh, you know, commit myself to finding out more about chocolate. Well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to deny that they they didn't quite fully get it at first. Um, you know, right now they're, they're super supportive and, and now they now they understand that this is more than just a passion, it's a calling. Um, in the beginning, yeah, there was definitely some apprehension about, you know, do you really want to do this full time? You know, are you sure that this isn't just a passion project that you could do on the side? And, you know, now that a, a couple of years have passed and, and they've seen the progress and from, you know, where things have started and to where I am now, they they get it now. They they definitely understand that it was the right thing to do. And in terms of the training or the study, were, were there courses you went on or how did, how did you, you know, acquire the knowledge? Right. So I did quite a number of things. Uh, I started with a very basic uh, certification level one from the International the Institute of Chocolate and Cacao Tasting. And, you know, and, and there's multiple levels as well. But I started with that during the lockdown. And what I did after that was, uh, you know, I figured it wasn't enough to just know how to taste chocolate. I wanted to get my hands a little more uh you know, deep into the subject matter. So I started training with chocolate makers in France. Uh, and, you know, I also started uh, sort of an apprenticeship with an international maker uh, who's quite known in the bean-to-bar world. And over that one year, well, it's actually taken more than a year um, because there have been many things that I've done. I've sort of just thrown myself into every avenue where chocolate is concerned, now whether that is in the chocolatier area or learning how to make chocolate itself and coupled that with the tasting courses to get a 360 view and understanding of what makes good chocolate good. Because for me, it wasn't enough to just know that it tasted good. I needed to know why it tasted good. And all of that goes back to understanding the beans. Right. It sounds fascinating. And I think at the beginning we said we mentioned wine. So just to develop that a little bit, um, there there are large comparisons, aren't there? Similarities to the wine world and the chocolate world. Yeah, I, and I think it's way more than we actually realize. I mean, if you look at wine and we look at chocolate, the first thing that stands out is that they're both fermented foods. The grapes and beans both have to go through what we call post-harvest treatments so that you can end up with a good quality product. Um, they both have a lot of complexity in the end product. 
And we know with multiple flavor compounds, although a recent study is now showing that chocolate actually has more flavor compounds than wine. So that just means that there's a lot more to be understood about specialty chocolate. And of course, the way we approach tasting specialty chocolate is very much similar to wine because we're looking for multi-layered complexity. We're looking for length. We're looking for balance. We're looking at texture. So there's a certain approach to appreciating a good chocolate in much the same way that you would appreciate a good glass of wine. Right. And another thing, too, is uh, the soil, where, where the, the cacao is from, similar to where the grapes are from. Um, that's very important and, and, and produce a distinctive taste as well. Absolutely. And, and it, you know, it's, it's everything from the soil to the amount of rain, the sun, even the altitude where the, the beans are growing or what we all um, may know more commonly as terroir. All of yeah. this contributes towards the final um, cacao, which is basically specialty grade cacao, very different from the cacao that you would find in supermarket chocolate, which is bulk grade cacao. And a lot of people are not all often aware that they're two very different products. Okay, and um, we're living and learning here. How much would I need to spend roughly to on a chocolate bar to to start to get into that level where that level of difference can be appreciated? Well, I'd say a good starting point would be anywhere from the seven euro mark onwards. I would say you could you could definitely get a good quality specialty uh, chocolate. I will caveat the statement to say that price isn't the only indicator of quality. Um, If you enter into the bean-to-bar world, I mean, you'll find bars as expensive as 200 to 400 euros today internationally. And you don't need to go that far to enjoy a good bar. You can definitely find a a perfectly uh, quality bar for about the 7 to 10 euro mark. And right here in Ireland as well, because we've got fantastic Irish bean-to-bar makers. and, And some of the bars that I've tasted here have just been phenomenal. Well, I, we we do a, a movies and booze thing on Friday on the show where I, I could very easily see that extended to movies and booze and chocolate. And I'll be running that past <laughs> the production team uh, later on. Uh, Shavita, thank you very much for joining. That's an absolutely fascinating insight uh, into that world. And I'd say that the number of people listening to this and going out to try and find 10 euro bars of chocolate will be huge after that. It sounds really fantastic. Thank you very much indeed. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.